0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Anne from Teacher's Den. How are we all doing? Hope we're all great. Wonderful to know. For anyone who's not doing too well, the hand of the Lord is upon you. He is taking all of this weight off of you and wearing you a garment of joy in Jesus' name. Amen. He's filling your heart also with the oil of gladness. May the name of the Lord be glorified even in your life and in all that concerns you in Jesus name. Okay. So let's get right into it. Today we're going to be talking about something very powerful and amazing. I think it affects almost everyone. Not almost, it affects everyone in life generally. Today we're going to be talking about something I titled There's more. There's more. I was studying uh I was studying about Joseph. And, you know, Joseph had a dream about the great place that the Lord was going to take him to, where his brothers bowed down to him. And then another dream where his brothers and his mother and father bowed to him. And we all wondered how that was going to happen. That's a topic for another day. The how is a topic for another day. But what I want to really talk about was... After Joseph had been sold and he found himself in Potiphar's house. You find more of that story in um, Genesis 39. And I'm just going to read from verse 1 just for you to see how beautifully the Bible explained it. It said, now Joseph had been taken down in Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. Now, the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. You, you, see, you hear how the Bible described it. The Bible said that the Lord was with Joseph, and he was successful. He was a, success, he was a successful man in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Sometimes um, we are headed somewhere, but we get to a point where it is obvious that the Lord is with us because we are prospering. We're succeeding. You know, everything is going as planned. And then some of us or majority of us, for some reason, have decided to just stay there. To just stay there. But I want us to keep reading. Let's just take a look at something. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house. And all that he had put under his authority. So it was from the time that he had made him overseer of his house and all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. Now, that's a testimony right there. I pray that for those of us who are working for people and serving other people, that this will be our testimony in Jesus' name. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Thus, he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he did not and he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate except for the bread which he ate so joseph was so good in his duties that even potiphar didn't have to worry about anything because joseph was in charge so that showed you how diligent joseph was now why why am i talking about this i'm talking about this because joseph had a dream that His his brothers bowed to him. His brothers and his parents bowed to him. Many of us will get to this point and think, this is it. This is it. I have gotten to that point of breakthrough. I have gotten to that point. Even my master knows that the hand of the Lord is upon me. Even my master knows that he's prospering because of me. And we think that this is it. Now, the Bible went on further to explain that Joseph was handsome. But he said Joseph was handsome and the master's wife cast longing eyes on him. And she said, lie with me. That's a beautiful way of saying sleep with me, you know. That's what she said. She said, lie with me. And it came to pass that he refused. He refused to his master's wife. He said, look, my master does not know what is with me. Does not know what is with me in the house. And he has committed all he has to my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I. Nor has he kept back anything from me but you because you are his wife. How then? Can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So it was as she spoke to Joseph day by day. So she was persistent. Now I'm talking to this group of people who would want to forget that everything that they had today, wherever it is that you think you may have gotten to in life, that it was God who took you there. So you do not for any reason. You do not for any reason have to go out of your way to secure or to keep that which the Lord gave to you on a platter. At this time, as I speak, I remember the story of Jeroboam and Rehoboam. This was when the split of um, Israel happened. There was Judah and there was Israel. Now, from nowhere, because of Rehoboam's wickedness, God picked Jeroboam to come and be king of Israel. And Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, remained king of Judah. Now, because um, Rehoboam was getting more of the children of Israel to to come to him, even though he was just king of Judah, Jeroboam began to worry. Jeroboam was just, was a nobody. When the Lord found, when he found favor in the sight of the Lord and the Lord said, you know what? I am going to make you king of Israel. Now, because of people drawing closer to Rehoboam, even though Rehoboam was leading people to serve idols, Jeroboam still served God, but he was becoming afraid that he was going to lose the throne. Jeroboam became afraid that he was going to lose the throne and ended up. Serving idols too. So he thought that it was the gods that Rehoboam worshipped that caused the children of Israel to draw closer to him instead of drawing closer to him, Jeroboam. Oh, and the Lord cursed Jeroboam for doing that. The Lord cursed Jeroboam for doing that. Now, some of you have gotten to a place where you know God brought you. And then you now want to go out of your way. To do what everyone is doing to keep yourself there. Look, the Lord is reminding you, there's more. If I brought you out of the dunghill, out of the miry clay, and I set you up in a place where you think is a gathering of princes, I want to take you to the gathering of kings. I want to take you to the gathering of kings. So do not limit yourself. Remember the vision. Hold on to that vision. Remember the dream. Hold on to that dream. This message is for someone. Do not just stop where you are right now. Now, you don't even just stop, but you're considering doing things that is against the will of God. I asked my children the other day while we were studying this. I said, look, if Joseph had laid with Potiphar's wife. What would have happened to him? Now, I want you to think about that for a second. If Joseph had laid with Potiphar's wife, what would have happened to him? Now, you who's trying to go against God's will simply because you want to keep your position in this organization where the Lord put you, you went round and round looking for a job for four years five years six years and eventually god gave you this job put you here where you are and then now they're saying oh it seems like they're going to lay people off and then you say okay what can I do? And you hear everybody saying, if you can just get connected with the boss and, you know, maybe just sleep with him. Or they're telling you, if you can just gather some money and go and give this madame. She's collecting money. Or even you men who, they still say, you can just go and sleep with that lady and you know she will secure your position. Hmm. Look, the Lord is reminding you, I picked you up from nowhere and I put you where you are. You don't have to do anything against me to secure your position. Let me tell you two things that could have happened to Joseph. If he had laid with Potiphar's wife, that would have been the end. He would have he wouldn't have gotten to minister, to prime minister. Two things. He would have remained in Potiphar's house until one day Potiphar had caught him, and you see that prison, he will go there, but this time that will be his rightful place. The prison would have been his rightful place, and there he would remain until his judge, until whatever it is that Potiphar now God will give Potiphar Joseph's life. You see, because Joseph did not do what Potiphar's wife had desired, Joseph's life was still in God's hands. But if you decide to do contrary to what the Lord expects of you, you see, your life will be in the hands of the enemy and the enemy will do to you whatever he so pleases. But here I am speaking to you as a voice of the Lord. There's more. Run away from every, from every appearance of sin, every visibility of evil. Run away from it now. God did not say, Run away from sin, He said, Run away from the appearance. Anything that looks like sin, run away from it. He put you there, He gave you that position. Go back to Him, be persistent in your prayer, stay there. Talk to him about it. Lord, I trust you. I know that if you gave me this position in the first place, you will preserve me. I will just keep your statutes. I will keep your commandment. I will do your will. Guys, there's more. There's more. Don't do anything contrary to God's word simply because you want to keep your position. Joseph would never have become minister if he had slept with Potiphar's wife. And his life would have been given to Potiphar to do as he desired with Joseph's life. Your life will be given to the enemy. And you see that glorious destination where the Lord had thought to take you to. You will never get there. You will never get there. Rehoboam was blessed because he was the seed of David. And the Lord had promised David that his son will remain on the throne forever. Jeroboam was picked up from nowhere. He didn't have a right to the throne. But on a platter, the Lord gave him the throne. And he thought he could just do? No. I'm just sending this message to everyone. I know that the Lord has brought this message for someone. And I pray that you hear the voice of the Lord. Turn around 180 degrees and go back to the one who has prepared greatness for you. So this is my message for today. I pray that someone realizes that there's more and be obedient to the voice of the Lord so that you are not cast out, so that you're not spewed out by the Lord himself. You see, because God doesn't punish people. He just takes his hands off of you. And then if God takes his hands off of you, guess what happens? You become prey to the kingdom of darkness. And most of us are prey to the kingdom of darkness simply because we're not doing the will of God. So I'm just going to end this podcast here. And I'm going to say prayer for you. In Jesus name. Father Lord, I pray that you give your sons your daughters, the courage to step away from evil. Forgive them, O Lord, for even thinking about it. Forgive them, O Lord, for even nurturing the idea in their heads, O Lord. But begin to show them, O Lord, again, a clear vision of what you have prepared for them. That it may look like they're never going to get there now, but I know that you're doing a work behind the scenes for their sake. I thank you, Almighty Father, For at this time, courage is received to say no to the enemy. We are as bold as lions because we are your children. Thank you, eternal Rock of Ages, for the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross of Calvary. This, O Lord, empowers us to do your will. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Strengthen our hearts. Strengthen our conviction in the Lord that we may stand for Jesus, all the days of our lives, in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I want to thank you all for listening to this podcast. I pray that the Lord blesses you, protects you, and keeps you in all your ways. God bless your family. God bless your children. God bless your water. And he'll also bless your wine. Have a good day. This is Anne from Teacher's Den. Bye-bye.